1: Good morning everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon are here on a Wednesday. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller talking sports with you for the next couple of hours. Thanks for tuning in here this morning. Uh, BMW of Des Moines guest list reads like this. At the bottom of the hour, we'll talk with John Bowen Camp. Busy day uh, over in Iowa City yesterday, as we found out about the uh, Hawkeye Swarm, which is their new collective. Uh, there was a big presser yesterday morning uh, at the Marriott, I believe, but uh, I believe it was there regardless. What the what the site was, the press conference happened. John was there and uh, wrote about it for. Sports, uh, SI, they're part of the SI arm now, Hawkeye Nation. Yeah, have been for a
2: couple of years now. Right. That's been an entity, but yeah, Hawkeye Nation in conjunction with Sports Illustrated. SI, one of their offshoots there. So you go to SI, get to see Hawkeye Nation articles. Pretty cool. And when I did some writing on the betting side of things last fall. You were there too? I was there too. It was pretty cool Where to do you see. find the
1: hours in the day? My God, we'll get to your, your night last night in just a second. But anyways, John Camp is going to join us. So they had that and then the basketball team. Uh, the men had a uh, a practice yesterday that was open and immediate availability uh, over in Iowa City. So we'll pick John Bowen, Camp Sprain on that. I'm sure we'll do a little MLB with the uh, hardcore Dodger fan at some point by Dodger Stadium. It just is such a spectacular, uh, aesthetically pleasing as any ballpark, I think, uh, currently in operation. And yeah, you know, the
2: shot out in the outfield yeah, in it's the mountains, beautiful. and it just, it, it's absolutely yep. an incredible venue. What a fun night of baseball It last was. Night.
1: It was great, absolutely. 11 o'clock hour, Bill Bender on college football. As the ACC and the SEC media days are going on. Of course, the Big 12 is in the rearview mirror. We will talk uh, to Bill Bender, and then we'll head to Chicago. We'll talk to our buddy David Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors. Cappy, Uh, he's coming up here at about 11.30. We'll do Cubs, White Sox, get a report caught on both of those teams from Cappy, maybe a little bit of Bears uh, sprinkled in there as well, uh, and some other stuff. I want to ask him about Eddie Olchek, who is uh, leaving the Blackhawks uh, broadcast and a staple for it's a long time, um, and just uh, drips Chicago Blackhawk. But no more. He's a Seattle Kraken. Anyways, Trent Condon, we'll start with your night last night, kind of go back yesterday. So uh, the Bull had them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have a double dip tomorrow, one on the Bull and one here on no, Let's do the early game first. Who did you see and what happened?
2: Anthony Watts, the starting pitcher, future Creighton Blue Jay for Waukee Northwest. He was dominant again. Now his career's over. Over. Can't because pitch. the Waukee Northwest won. He hit the pitch, the pitch limit, and he is wow. not available anymore. So he doesn't bat. He is a pitcher and a, a different kind of pitcher. So I've seen him earlier this season. In fact, it was game one of the season. But I was doing the second game, got there in like the fourth inning, just watched him a little bit. And watching him pitch for seven innings yesterday in their win against Waukee, he's very deliberate. He is, you know, we talk about Max Scherzer and how he commands the mound mm-hmm. and those kind of pitchers. That's Anthony Watts. He is up there. He'll control pace. He will sit there and wait and wait and wait and make it uncomfortable for the batter. There had to be a dozen times where a walkie player just called time, step back out and you go through it again. He is that kind of pitcher that commands things. Was he,
1: is this the right thing? For, when he's gonna, if, he's, if he's good, he's gonna, uh, there's going to be a pitch clock in his future. Well,
2: that's that's a real possibility too. Yeah, and more likely, yeah, that's going to happen to him very quickly. He was at 94 on the gun. Was he really? Gun was out and he was up there firing, set consistently at 90, 91 throughout the game and uh-huh. he is How really, old? really talented. 18. He is senior. 18? Yeah. Yep. So that's... He'll depart to Creighton, play at that beautiful ballpark starting next season. But a really talented young man, and he really slowed down the bats and stymied Waukee yesterday. No surprise, six errors out of Waukee, very unlike what we've seen from Waukee this year. But ultimately, Northwest got him, and they get the Johnston Dragons in tomorrow's semifinal. And
1: they played before, they were the early game, or one of the games before you got there yesterday. Did they roll?
2: No, 6-3. It was a a little tighter. It was 1-1 going into the third. It was a, a tight game, and Johnston... This is not some of the Johnston teams of the past where they got boppers up and down the lineup and you know are one through nine has got guys that can hit it out of the ballpark. This is not the same kind of offensive team. You know, and I wondered what they were gonna do. They ended up going with Willems, who, for my money, was their best pitcher this year. He wasn't great yesterday. He was struggling with the curveball, the command of that one. Uh they're gonna go with their ace then in the semifinal game more than likely, and then it'll be Pierce Anderson who will be available for the championship game. That's the difference for me and Johnston and everybody else. They have three really good guys mm-hmm. at the top of the rotation that there isn't much of a drop-off between. So that's why they remain, I think, the favorite in this one, Johnston. And then uh, Game 2, Dowling. They were the sixth seed against third seed of Prairie, but they dominated. They they were really good. The bats were ready to go. Had a home run in the game. And this is a team that, when we talk about Dowling baseball in the past, they've always had great guys. You know, Carter Baumler just a couple of years ago on the mound. Pitching has never been a problem for them. Mm-hmm. Is usually offensively. They'd have some guys at the top of the lineup, but six through nine, there were some holes. Not the case this year. One through nine, this Dowling offense is really, really good this year. Uh, They put it together in a big way. They win eight two to advance on, and they will get the number two seed, Iowa City City High, in the semifinal. That'll be the late game. Uh, That'll be so. That's KXNO. That'll be KXNO. Yeah. So what's early? Five o'clock. Johnson North. That will be Northwest against Johnson. Northwest. Five o'clock on ninety six point nine. The Bull. You can also find it on the iHeartRadio app. That'll be the 5 o'clock game, 7.30, which will probably be more like 8.30 for the nightcap with Dowling Catholic against City High, which should be a great, great game and kind of interesting. So, Dowling yesterday put out their starter, Morrow, who's their right fielder, lefty. They went to their bullpen guy. He's made his 18th appearance of the year out of the bullpen, Evan Curran. Never started a game, but he was so efficient. He came in the second inning, got the final out, and pitched the rest of the way. But he stayed so under, now is he done? He stayed under the 65 pitch limit awesome. to be able to come back. So he would be available in the championship if Dowling could find a way to beat City High. So an interesting little wrinkle there. And it wasn't. It didn't feel like it was anything where you know they're trying to keep the pitch count low or anything like that. It just played out that way. He's not overpowering. He's a sidewinder. Comes at you all kinds of different ankles. Throws that Frisbee slider that cuts all the way across. But he's really, really difficult to kind of locate where he's coming from. He'd be available, and I wonder if he gets to that point. If Dowling gets to the championship, he's come out of the bullpen 18 times. If he would get the ball to start the game for the first no, time in the championship no, game. No, I think he can Just have him in ready.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Just come in in the second inning or yeah, whatever. Right. If he was that good last night. Well, good. Um, so you saw some good baseball, mm-hmm. and I anticipate you'll see some more
2: tomorrow night and then into Friday. So three A's going on here uh, today, back at it. With their uh, matchups and looking at uh, some Twitter this morning, there are people in the stands and uh, they've been told. no one's Yes, terms, I saw
1: that. Do not
2: look over the fence to the football field as Iowa football is practicing.
1: Now, they, they couldn't have been serious with that tweet, right? I'm sure it was asked. I'm sure. Yeah. And I, apparently they made the announcement over the loudspeaker <laughs> yesterday morning. Yeah, absolutely. Do not turn your head, folks. No,
2: do not look at you, this practice. Isn't that something? It's something.
1: It's hilarious. Just when you think they've turned the corner, right, right. And, and the transparency is on full display, and it is. I mean, look at yesterday. Give mm-hmm. them credit. Give them credit. Media availability. I want to come talk about uh, get some buzz about Iowa basketball. Sure, we'll open it up to the press. Come on down. Anyways, uh, so local first, and uh, that's where we have to do it because local moves the needle. But now let's get to the All Star game. It played at Dodger Stadium last night. Uh, it was a great spectacle, Trent. It was. Um, it was so entertaining. It's not even close. I mean. It's not even close. There's the Major League All-Star Baseball game, and then I don't care who you right. want to put second. But whoever you put second
2: is a distant second. I would say NBA second. Probably. Because probably. it's still basketball. There's not defense. Yeah, right. but you get to see dunks, and you get to yeah. see you know, 35-footers from Steph Curry and things mm-hmm. like that. That'd be second. Would hockey be third? I guess, but it's a distant third. And then fourth. <laughs> yeah, and then fourth. The Pro Bowl. Right. I heard this uh, yesterday of my drive-over. Matt Jones took one 70 yards untouched. As Madden, the new Madden game, is getting ready to come out and going to be released here, I-, I believe, pretty soon. So, you hear this all the time. You see this all the time. Players that are upset about their rating in Madden. Mm-hmm. What would a player rather have? The rating, a high rating, the highest rating, say, your wide receiver in Madden and mm-hmm. be the number 1 receiver in Madden or a Pro Bowl appearance. But seriously, what do you think a football I... player would rather have? Boy, uh... I mean... the. <laughs> I guess the. I think Madden. It's, I think it's the Madden thing. Have you? I've never played. I've never played Madden. I'm not sure I've ever seen it. Have you ever heard a player though complaining about not getting a Pro Bowl bid? We've heard guys pull out, and not want to go. Um, but it's a no, rarity. Not a
1: Pro Bowl. No, other
2: game, other All Star games. Sure, MLB being yeah. at the forefront of that. Yeah, but never the Pro Bowl. But Madden, you see this all the time. How does he have? How do they have my speed at only an eighty-eight? Yeah. I should be a ninety-two. Mm-hmm. How, how can I be rated this? You see these things That's all true. the time. Do? I think it's bad. I think it is. <laughs> NFL players would rather have a higher, yeah. high, higher rating than maybe they think than a Pro Bowl snub. A Pro Bowl. <laughs> what a world
1: yeah what a world indeed anyways uh the game the game last night um, was was great theater miking up the players it, it added so much to it. The umpire cam cam uh, on the home plate umpire was great. Mm-hmm. You see the movement of the pitch, how fast it's coming in uh, how these um uh, these batters are fooled by some of these well, all star pitchers in this case from last night. I thought that was great. You know what the game not missed but what had taken it and i know i'm in the minority i know already i'm in the minority i thought the game missed joe buck and i'll tell you why it missed joe buck and this is no this isn't a shot against joe davis who's a good play by play guy he's excellent he really is he's a good play by play guy but i think joe buck has the respect of the players he he has the he's good on the fill he's better on the fill uh, talking to the players who were miked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a strength of Joe Buck. And that's why I say I think it missed Buck. Because, again,
2: Joe Davis played by play is fine. Well, he also has a quarter century. Let's see well, Joe Davis in 25 years. Yeah. Let's see what, agree, agree. what kind of respect he's going to have, I, too. I totally agree. I'm not killing the kid. I'm because not. I remember the first times that Buck did it, it was awful. Talking to the players while they're playing the game, is brutal. Mm-hmm. I remember... Watching that and how cringeworthy it was. Mm-hmm. Now it's become more normal. We've seen this a lot more happen. Yep. We've seen it in regular season games, you see in spring training all the time. It's become a more normal part of baseball viewing. But when Joe, Joe Buck first did it, it was awful. Well, I, I think the players are more used to maybe opening up, opening
1: up to him because I mean, Bucks—they're all the post, postseason, right? Mm-hmm. And these around these guys during postseason. Uh, and and they, I agree with you that Davis will, you know, um, reach those uh, reach those levels. But I thought last night the game needed Buck, but it didn't need much more because I thought it was phenomenal. My guy Alec Manoa from the Toronto Blue Jays—he <laughs> was terrific. Let's go! Let's go! Three punchies. Talking to Smoltz. What do you want me to throw, John? Mm-hmm. What should I throw, John? What do you think about this, John? Why don't you try this, Alec? Um, it was great. It was, it was surprising that pitchers would be um, willing to do that. Right. I mean, here's pitchers, folks. They do not talk to the media on the day of a game. There's Clayton Kershaw. I get it's the All-Star Games He's going to pitch one inning. Before the team came out of the dugout, he comes out of the dugout and has a little sit-down, not a sit-down, a stand-up with Ken Rosenthal. A uh, couple of questions. I mean, these guys got their, air quote, game face on, right? They don't want to do anything like that. Um, but to have these guys mic'd up was, was added a ton to it. Cortez and Trevino, the Yankees' battery, was great. And then even when Trevino uh, got a base hit and he's standing on first base, the back and forth with the booth, it was great, great television, I thought.
2: You know, a couple of interesting nuggets. That made a whole lot of sense now in hindsight, but at the time just didn't even think of. And when the batters are coming up and every time Trevino said, Congratulations for being here. Yes,
1: I forgot about that. That was point. really,
2: really cool. Mm-hmm. And and thinking of just that moment for these mm-hmm. guys, and, and for many of them, it very well could be their only mm-hmm. all-star appearance. And and him to understand that and to say that, yep. and, and to be there, a guy that is also young in his career, right? and to know that that's what you should do, and, and to be in that kind of spot. The conversation with him and Nestor going back and forth. Oh, it was great. And, and then there was a, a part, and we talked about this before the show, that I think you would forgot about. So he's... Every once in a while, Nestor would go. All right, I'm going sidearm, sidearm cutter in. Mm-hmm. Say something like that. And Joe Davis asked him, asked Trevino as the catcher, "Do you know when he's going to go sidearm?" And basically, Trevino says, "I can't answer that." Right. So right. now, yeah. Now here's what I'm. I know is happening across Major League yeah, Baseball. they're going back and they're looking at
1: every one of their their games that they played together.
2: Exactly. And, and, and what's seeing, the, and what's the call? What's the tell? Is there. Something, does he go mm-hmm. to his leg? Does mm-hmm. he go to the rosin bag before he's going? Whatever it is, but they're looking for that tendency. Right. But Trevino says, I can't give that right. one up. And that's going to change, Because too. the catcher has to know, though. Sure he right, Because the ball's going to move differently. The angle's going to be a whole lot different. The catcher has to know if he is going to drop it down and go sidearm. But it was incredibly enthralling television. Yeah. Now, I was basically, and the game was good. That's a great part. It was a great game. Uh-huh. I got it on, hopped in the car. Flipped it on and was just basically listening. And maybe I looked at it a time or two, but driving down I-80. But listening to the broadcast. By the way, that's my guys. worst driving in Iowa. Oh, it's brutal. I hate I-80 uh, going from, well, across from, from Illinois back to, I just hate it. It's rough. And it's terrible. The trucks were out there and oh. they were going slow last night. Yeah. I, you know, just want to set my cruise at 77 and right. just coast in and wasn't you able can't to do it. it. No. And believe this, a lot of construction. Hard to believe, right? Imagine that. But yeah. A whole lot of it made things even slower. But listening to it, just hearing the broadcast in, in kind of that realm, I had the decision. Do I go with the radio broadcast or go with the I just wanted to hear mm-hmm. Joe Davis doing you know, the All-Star game for the first time, and that's why I went that route. But it was a really, really fun broadcast. I get on right as the two-run home run happens from Giancarlo. Then I get to see Buxton hit his blast Trent, and take the lead. He tomahawked that ball. That wasn't even close to a strike. The MVP, no, I'm not going full Twins fans here. It should have been the guy that had the game winning RBI, by the he way. He did. In Buxton. But if he would have batted uh, in Jade Carlos' place and hit the
1: home run, yeah. it would have been him. It probably would. I have. think, yeah. You know who I think it was? When you when you put everything together, I think you can make a case for Manoa because he made the game so damn entertaining. He did.
2: And how about Classe at the end? Holy mackerel. That dude. Now, I've seen him, unfortunately, for me a lot yeah. this year yeah. with the Twins and the Guardians. It's automatic. He is so, so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. How about also watching Hensley? 103. He hit, hit a buck three, exactly. One oh three. 3 Uh-huh. Now you wonder, why are batting averages down in baseball? <laughs> hmm. Here you go. You got Class A throwing 101 mile an hour cutter. <laughs> yeah. You got Hensley throwing 103. Why are batting averages so bad? <laughs> I'll tell you what. We all love when we grew up, right? It, that was the greatest time, and it doesn't matter if it's music or sports or or people in general. Every one of your generations, they were all the best. Mine wasn't the best well, for you. Yours was second. better than mine. I,
1: I don't think you can argue that mine wasn't the best.
2: It was worse. No, no, mine was better than yours. We can. You come up with your list,
1: and I'll come up with mine. And I get a kick out of this. I mean, the the stuff today, right? That do you think they'll be playing this, and and your grandkids will. Oh, they love the music from the 2020s? No. They'll still be listening to the Hall Notes and, and the Rolling Stones and dot, dot, dot. I could keep going. Um, they're still anyways.
2: listening to Nirvana and Pearl Jam. No, they're good. Yeah. They're good. They will be. They will be. But the stuff that's out today... Well, one thing we can agree on, the 80s suck. You love the 70s. Yeah. I love the 90s. Late In 60s into the 70s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. The, the 80s suck. They were terrible. Motley Crue and, and all that garbage. No way. But... It's generational, right? right. That's, that's yep. what it is. And every generation is the best. And now I forgot where I was going with this. Well, you're talking pitching. Oh, pitching. Yes. Today, it is much more difficult. Mm-hmm. That is why baseball has changed. And again, you're not seeing a guy a third or fourth time for a starter. No. And making it easier right. to understand what they're doing. as they're you You're a-
1: crossing into the danger zone if you, if you have a pitcher stay
2: out there for the third time through the lineup. This is why mm-hmm. batting averages across baseball are down. Yeah, dead ball's a part of it and all the different elements. But the biggest part, just look at these dudes. This is who you're <laughs> facing. And these aren't exactly household names. You know, we're not talking about... Class A? No. No. Uh, he, Holmes with the Yankees? I mean, another one. How did Pittsburgh give up on him? Yeah. Boy, they make some stupid decisions. Look at Bednar last night. Mm-hmm. For, the Pirates got yep. a dude, a Pittsburgh dude. Yeah. And he's going in there mm-hmm. and pumping it in there. This is what you're facing game in and game out and a whole host of these kind of guys out of the bullpen. That is what maybe the biggest change in baseball is just seeing the development of these pitchers and what they can do.
1: Well, we saw it on full display last night. Liam Hendricks was great in, uh, in, was. in his opportunity. He wanted the ball uh, after his final out. That was great. Theodore Rodriguez tried to fake him out that he was going to
2: throw it into the stands. Julio Rodriguez, he's on in Seattle. Mm-hmm. He's on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. We saw Mike Trout, it never happened. It just... He doesn't have the personality for it. Julio Rodriguez has the personality. I think so. And how old is he? Twenty-one. Yeah. Huh. He is he our next star? Is he the next guy that year after year is in the MVP race and he is that good? It it feels to me. Boy, there's so many of them, Trent. There are, but he there's something different when I watch him. There's uh-huh. just something about it. We talked about it at the Home Run Derby. He has it. You know that. Uh huh. He un, does unquantifiable. <laughs> It factor. Mm-hmm. Julio Rodriguez has that in a big way. I think this is going to be a guy that we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. for the next 10, 12, 14 years. He is that that good. Not um, Soto? Soto's up there. Cunha. He is what he is, right? Vladdy. Got some flair. Yeah. Got the dad element. Mm-hmm. Those are all great young. Oh, no, there's so many of them. But I'm i I'm putting my stake down. I yeah, if you're buying stock, I don't yeah. blame you for buying that stock. I don't. He is 16 home runs, 21 stolen uh-huh. bases, hitting at a good average for today's baseball. Yeah. And the flair that he has. it just, he understands, I think, all the different elements. I mean, you talked about Hendricks and he's faking throwing the ball up there. And <laughs> Hendricks is screaming at him. Just those little things that he has to make himself a star. And I, I think he is going to be one of the faces of baseball, certainly in the near future. No, I time. don't disagree.
1: I don't disagree. And here's the thing. Excuse me while I cough. If you're in Seattle, you can become a face of baseball mm-hmm. because it's been done. It has, yes. you know, Griffey Junior. <laughs> right. the photographer. How about that? He, did you see? He's, mm. I got not know if this is his new hobby. So he's on the field. I mean, they—you wouldn't have known it if you didn't know it. They showed a photographer a bunch of times with a camera right up to his face, mm-hmm. you know, s- snapping photos. And every time they cut to this, go, what's, what's the big deal about this photographer that keeps showing? It was Griffey. Oh, jeez. Got to do something. And to it fill was a Rod. You know, A-Rod and Griffey, and the big unit out in Seattle. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think you can become a, a face of baseball in, in a market such a, as that, especially if they make the playoffs this year. And there's a pretty mm-hmm. good chance they will. We'll get into uh, that tomorrow. So real quick, uh, this kind of came out of nowhere yesterday with the, with, the I guess there was multiple press conferences. I know Manfred had one. Uh, Tony Clark had one. It sounds like b- expansion is... Moved off the back burner and maybe uh, heading toward the front burner and expanding from uh, 30 to 32 teams and then going to – t- uh, e- each league would have four divisions, or four teams in each division, so 16s.
2: So basically the structure that we
1: have, we have the in the NFL. NFL yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So who do you want? Milwaukee? No, no, no. They've already got a team, Trent. They're not getting another one. Oh, for expansion. I thought you were
2: talking about in my division. Oh, for the I twins.
1: see. Yeah, I see. You want to realize. You want to realize yes, that's is. going to be fascinating, too. Yes, it
2: is. Yeah. Because there's going to be teams more than likely that's probably jumping to, again. That's going to be. That's, to be, that's As good. As Milwaukee did when they you were Save American that
1: for tomorrow. The there's no sports tonight.
2: <laughs> that's a good call. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll map it out. I'll see what I can come up that's with. That's not and, bad. And we'll see if we can come up with some divisions that make a whole mm-hmm. lot of sense. And what about cities for expansion? Vegas won. But... Oakland still lingers. Well,
1: so, that's true. So, I'm not sure they would fit an expansion because I think that's where Oakland is going to be. Mm-hmm. So, take them off the list. You can't say Vegas because I think they're the. I think the A's
2: go to Vegas. Nashville.
1: Everybody says that. There's two cities that jump out, and one of them's not the one I want, and it pisses me off, but I know it's not going to happen.
2: Oh, I, I know where you're going with Montreal. Yeah, I want Montreal to get Well, Winnipeg, back. but. Well, no. that's <laughs> yeah. we got to go pretty deep down the list no, before no. we get there. No,
1: Montreal is the team I want. Does, does, Port- Bo-
2: does Des Moines or Winnipeg have a better chance of getting a major <laughs> you know, league baseball? No, I'll never team.
1: forget. It was, it was probably 10, 15 years ago. There was some guy locally here who was bound and determined that the NFL was going to expand to Des Moines. And he was sending out all this stuff, and I'm getting stuff at the mail here, in the mail.
2: Uh, Anyways. Not going to happen. There's a guy that ran for mayor in Omaha, Mm -hmm. and one of his big platforms was, we have to grow Omaha so we get a professional team before Des Moines does. That was his argument? That was a big part of it. Mm
1: -hmm. How how badly was he beaten? He was clubbed. Yeah. Uh, Portland and Nashville are
2: the two cities. Why Portland? Another team in the West, another team in the West, yeah, they only have one professional team. Mm-hmm. The belief is that they would support it in a big time way i I've never been to Portland, so I don't know the city at all. I haven't either my uh, one of my roommates from college he lives and lived out there since graduation. I mean mm-hmm. he's been there now twenty years, and he absolutely loves it Just, does he? he talks about how incredible it is he'd never leave grew up in Iowa City, went to Iowa, and he's never leaving Portland. Uh-huh. He absolutely loves it out there so loves i've been to,
1: have you been to Seattle? I have not. I've been to Seattle a bunch. I like Seattle a lot. So if it's kinda like Seattle light, mm-hmm. uh then, then that would work.
2: Raleigh's always talked about Yeah. They have obviously the Carolina mm-hmm. Hurricanes mm-hmm. and another professional team, big market, mm-hmm. and that's one that gets talked about. And Charlotte kinda in handcuff with Raleigh when you're talking about the Carolinas. Right. Those two go hand in hand. What else? Nashville seemingly is number yeah. one on everybody's list. I've never been. Uh, I've been oh, to the airport, great. that's the only time place I've been. I'm not a country music fan. Right. Went there. Eh, what's this going to be? My wife likes country music. All right, we're going to go there. Our daughter, who's seven now, she was two, I think, when we went. It was an incredible time. Really? I loved the city. I loved everything that was happening, just the vibe inside of there. It was a lot of fun up and down the big street that's got you know, You've been to Memphis. It's the dump. Yeah, it puts Memphis to shame. It's a nice, beautiful, clean mm-hmm. city. Really, really enjoyed my time. Now, I was
1: show. in Memphis for the Liberty Bowl in December, so everything was a beautiful shade of brown.
2: Well, I was there in July, and it wasn't <laughs> good then either so right. <laughs> memphis i would say no though their ballpark their triple a ballpark in memphis is really nice. is it yeah but yeah for me nashville great city great town I, I absolutely would put that towards the top of the list that'd be a fun one to travel mm-hmm. to those kind of things montreal is it gonna happen do they really want it yes yes badly are they gonna show up though well they're moving the
1: ballpark to downtown they've already got the land so forty thousand seat ballpark. How far away was Olympic it was Stadium? A, you know what? I I remember I would stay downtown, um, and it was a drive. Okay, and it was a dump. It was yeah. cold. It was. It, it's just a dump of a stadium. Look for what it was. It was it built for the seventy six Olympics? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it was just—it's all cement. I mean, I get—they have to build on something, <laughs> yeah. but it's just like—I don't know. Well, it was those '70s cookie cutter stadiums, right? Like Riverfront Stadium, Old Bush, and, right? The Veteran Stadium. Mm-hmm. I was told if you've been to—if you've been to one of them, the Vet, Three Rivers, or Riverfront, you've essentially been to all of them. Yeah. And I was at Riverfront Stadium a couple of times, um, and yeah. But if Montreal would get a team, I don't know. It sounds like Nashville is very high on their list. Is Tampa going to get a new stadium? Well, that's just it, and this is that was part of the press conference as well. Manfred said before any expansion talks take place, we have to figure out Tampa and Oakland, mm-hmm. and there's apparently a movement in Oakland to move them down by the waterfront. Yeah, seems like that is far from being a mission accomplished. Um, but there's talks of keep. Boy, that'd be brutal if they lost their football team and their baseball yeah. team. Right? Uh, that would be just and the basketball team,
2: right? Yeah, which is <laughs> is in San Francisco. It's in San Francisco now. Yeah, went from the old uh, arena. So that's down a one,
1: there. two, three strike. You're out, Oakland. You still got San Francisco, but Well, it's not far. But you got to cross the the bridge, right? Yeah, um, you still have it. That's true. So once they get Tampa and Oakland figured out, and I think Oakland will ultimately end up in Las Vegas. Then there's going to be they're going to, they want to expand to 32 teams.
2: So what I'm going through the exercise and I love doing this, but I'll put the 32 teams together. Mm-hmm. We'll make Oakland and Vegas. Yep. Tampa stays. Okay. And then our two expansion you, teams. You will get to be... decide. I get to decide. All right. And you can you got to park them in obviously.
1: Um, you know you can't have what was the worst most egregious.
2: Well, so there's still one right now. Well, who? The Cowboys in the NFC well, East. There's a good
1: one. Yeah. There's Come on. A good one. The Timberwolves in the Pacific. (laughs) That's rough. Uh, Yeah, there's a few. Arizona used to be. Where where were the Cardinals? Weren't the Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals football? Weren't they in the... They were somewhere for a while. Yeah, they were. I don't remember. Anyways, it's coming up on 1030. That's tomorrow's exercise. We will um, do that in the first segment of the program. Uh, Major League Baseball, perhaps expanding. Let's expand your wallet. Wouldn't that be nice? Another $1,000 home run. Go to KXNO right now. You can enter this nationwide keyword contest by simply entering the keyword cash, cash, at KXNO.com, your chance to win $1,000. John Bowenkamp had a busy day yesterday. Uh, He was at the, um, uh, the collective NIL announcement, Hawkeye Swarm. By the way, you know what? When We Will was announced, the Iowa State version of this, how long ago? Has it been a month now?
2: Yeah, probably. I know
1: I certainly questioned, is this the right way to do this? I mean, everybody else is just, here's a Lamborghini and 500 grand. We need you. Iowa State's going to make them work for it. Is that really going to be a model that works? Well,
2: a a lot of people are going this way. A lot of people are. When there's actually legislation on the books, this is the way it's going to happen. yeah. but if there is, let's just, I mean, can you put the
1: toothpaste back in the tube? Yes. I hope you're right. Someone, Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> yeah, a couple with that caveat. Mm-hmm. Somewhat. 1030. Bowen Camp next. Miller and Condon. Uh, Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. Chin.net. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, 25 minutes before the hour of 11 o'clock. Sorry, no
2: music. Uh, I lost you my threw wall me here. for a loop. I know. I just had to point at you and say, <laughs> go <"Get> in <going> here. <laughs> I I, I will find it though before the next break. I don't know where it went. It disappeared on me. Poof, gone. All the music's nothing good. No stones or anything oh, like that. I need, for Bowen some Camp, that yeah. I need some of that too. We need some of that.
1: Let's get to our friend John Bowen Camp. He had a busy day, covered baseball last night, basketball in the afternoon, and his morning was spent at the Marriott listening to the uh, new collective, the Hawkeye Swarm. Hello, John Bowen Camp. Trenton Ken, how are you? I'm doing good, except I didn't get any. I didn't get any entrance music, so that's a point. Kind of a downer. I'm with you. I like a little bump too coming back out uh, from from a break. All right, Trent owes this one, John. You know what? Next time you're on, we'll do it twice. We'll stop halfway through (laughs) the conversation. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. (laughs) All right, Uh, John. Let's start with. uh, I guess uh, go in order. Right, the morning, the collective Hawkeye swarm. People can read your piece at uh, at SI. Uh, It was written, uh, posted very quickly uh, under the inside the Hawkeye banner. Part of Hawkeye Nation. So, I guess one or two of your takeaways, I know the coaches, be that Bluter, McCaffrey and Ferentz, uh, they are um, giving uh, enthusiastic thumbs up that this is the way uh, that they want NIL to work. What did you hear, John?
0: Oh, yeah. First of all, I wrote that in the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> it's which, nice. You know, yeah, so I started to write it outside, but it was way too hot. So, I came <laughs> back inside. Um, no, I, I, all the coaches really like this, and you know, one of the things when I when I talked to Fran earlier this summer, and, and he was talking about the NIL stuff, it was kind of an off the record conversation. And, and and he and and he said what he said yesterday that because you know, look, look, we want to do this the right way. We just don't want to get into something that we don't you know we don't know where this is going to go. And so with what happened yesterday, with what they described yesterday, at least there's a plan now. You know, and this is a plan that they can take to. Kirk Ferentz and Fran McCaffrey and Lisa Bluter can take the recruits and say this is what we're doing. Now where this goes, you know, in the next five years, who knows? But but I mean at least now there's a plan in place. There's something you can sell the recruits in. And, and as they said yesterday, there was a charity component too, mm-hmm. that you know, that they're gonna be working with area charities to get athletes to appear at events and all that and, and to help everybody you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of ways this can go and, and you could see yesterday that you know, Now you have a plan. Now you have something you can introduce to your recruits and to your players.
2: Makes it a little bit easier and one that has the backing. So there was another NIL that was a players one, a company put together, what, a couple weeks back. So it sold out very quickly. This is a different way of doing it. But the backing of having the coaches behind it, having Fran and Bluter and Kirk there, all those coaches there, what does that do as as it pertains to looking at these two different collectives that are currently happening and maybe people deciding in the future where they're going to put their money behind?
0: Well, yeah, I think it says that that they've signed off on it, that they think it's a good deal, mm. that they like what's being presented and, and they, they like the direction this is going. And I think that's what, what adds to it. I mean, I think that that's them saying, look, you know, we think this works. Not to say that the other one won't, not to say that there's anything wrong with the other one, but it, it gives this one a little more, you know, I mean it gives that, that little more, hey, look, these, these coaches are involved. They've they've signed off on it. They like it for their players. Um, you know, and now it becomes for the the average fan, for the business owner, whatever, they can decide on which way to go if they want to go that way at all to make deals with players
1: John do you have any idea how much uh, money we're talking about here I mean I know that I like it um, you know that they're going to have to get involved with the community which is great um, as opposed to I mean Bajan Robinson here's here's a Lamborghini and, and a six figure check that's how they that they uh, did it for the very gifted Texas running right. back um, but do you know are there different thresholds you can earn this if you do this any idea what the what kind of money we're talking John
0: uh, not right now because I, I I think this is just kind of in the early stages. But you, you know that that the Lamborghini thing was brought up yesterday, and it's like oh, that's it? not yeah. what this is going to be. Yeah. yeah, somebody brought it up. One of the co- I think well, I think Fran brought it up. I think and I Jensen did too. That that's not what this is going to be. Now, if there's a car dealer out there that offers something like that to somebody, that you know you, you're gonna you may see those deals made at some point to somebody, but. This isn't going to be to that extent. This is a way just to get athletes, you know, connected with businesses, get them working out their own deals, and 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 going from there, and 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 teaching them. Okay, this is what. Okay, this is what. Now you have to do with this money, you know, paying taxes, et cetera. I mean, there's that component in it too that I found really interesting. So I, I think there's just, I mean, like I said, I I couldn't tell you right now, and, and I don't even think they know yet what, you know what, but I think it's going to be on the individual player and, and what kind of deal he or she makes.
2: This is for three sports, men's and women's basketball mm-hmm. along with football. What about wrestling? What about softball, field hockey, baseball, on and on and on? What was the conversation about that? adding layers or is it more let's get this thing off the ground we'll go with our three biggest sports and and see where kind of the roads go what was the conversation there on the other I,
0: sports I think that's where it, I think that's what the, what the idea is right now is let's see what we can do and again those opportunities are out there for those for those individual athletes in those sports. I mean we saw wrestlers last year had made a couple you know, made some deals you know you saw some guys driving trucks and, and you know making deals like that so there's opportunities out there for them too and it's just going to be about let's let's get this off the ground. You know whether those other sports get involved at some point, I think it's just kind of a wait and see. Let's see where this goes at this point.
1: And it seems like, uh, and you wrote it in your piece, though there will be some perks for some of the people that get involved and, and mm. donate to this collection. I mean, pretty cool to be headed to New York on the team plane as uh, as, as uh, France crew gets set to take on Duke in the Jimmy V Classic, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I think that's going to be some of the opportunities that are going to keep coming up. You know, I mean, I'm sure there will be a women's basketball opportunity mm-hmm. to go somewhere. I'm sure there will be, you know. And so, so for you know, if 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 there's a fan out there that wants to get involved and wants to do that, well, here you go. This is what you're going to get. And so I think it's a, and it, it'll be a way. Then let's say one of them's a big booster. One of them, you know, looks and says, "Hey, I, I really like this 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 athlete." You know, I want him or her representing my company. Let's make a deal. It's going to be, I mean, a lot of this is going to be about networking, too, and and helping find, And That was one of the things Fran said. You know, he goes, you, you try to sell things to kids, and you talk about, you know, networking with, with other Hawkeyes and networking with donors. But, oh, by the way, you can't do that until you're done. You know, that's the way the old system was. You can't do that until you graduate. Now it's you can do that now. And so – I think there is there is going to be that networking component. I do think there's going to be a lot of things offered for fans. And, again, that's where the coach is getting involved because it's going to open some of that access up That maybe you wouldn't have gotten otherwise.
1: Uh, Trent, one more NIL from me before basketball, if you don't mind. Uh, Mm. Sure. Brad Heinrich. I don't, I mean, he played golf there in the late 90s. John, you said 97 in your piece. Mm. Uh, Listening to him, obviously, he's done very well, essentially, since uh, graduation. Good for him. That Hawkeye diploma is paying off. Um, What what did you come away with after listening to him?
0: I think he's the guy that knows what. What to do about networking, and I think he knows. I think I think he's, you know, he talked about when when this when the idea of this came up, and there were some other people involved, and, and they got him involved, and finally he just said, "Hey, let me give me the keys to this for thirty days, and let's see where it goes." And I think he's kind of taken charge of this thing. And, I, and again, in the business he's in, and in the people he meets, and 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 you know, in in the connections he's made, I think he was a good choice for this. I mean, you could tell. He knows kind of where he wants this to go. And I think when you have somebody like that with a vision and you have people around him that, work, that have worked with athletics in the past and have worked with things, yeah, I think you see a lot of good a good sign there that you've got really good people involved in
2: that. So you had an opportunity to see some Iowa basketball practice also yesterday, about 15 minutes, is what it sounded like, what jumped out to you. And I think the biggest question for a lot of people it's not about Chris Murray. People expect him to take the leap this year. What we saw right. out of the McCaffrey's and their improvements that they have made. It is the new point guard, DeSante Bowen. Did you get a look mm-hmm. at him and what did you think?
0: I, I, I really liked him because we got to talk to him yesterday for the first time. Mm. And um, I mean, this is a, this is a kid that I, I really really wanted to be here. You know, you could, you know, when when and I mean, you know, I mean, he's an East Coast kid, and I mean, he's he really wanted to be here, and he's talked about his adjustments to the Midwest. And he's talked about it. He's, he's learned pretty quickly what big college games like. And he learned, he's learned what, you know, he's going to need to do. And I, I think he's going to be a big part of this team. And, you know, when I've talked to Fran, you know, he's spoken really highly of him. He did again yesterday. I mean, this is a kid that, that, that can run the offense, but he can also score. And so the more production you can get out of that spot, I think, the better for this team. And so I think he's going to play a really big role with this team this year because I think he's very talented. I think he wants to learn. I think he's learned a lot this summer just from listening to him talk. So I think he's in a really good place right now to be, to be a part of this team.
1: Uh, one of the takeaways, John, uh, from reading some of the uh, the stuff that came out after, sounds like your colleague Rob uh, Rob Howe and Rick Brown, who uh, you know on the Hawkeye beat for what three or mm-hmm. f- deck, pl- north of three decades, yeah. both came away very impressed with Patrick McCaffrey. Uh, what can you mm-hmm. tell us about what you saw in the fifteen minutes out of yeah, I
0: mean, I mean, I I think he's just gotten. I mean, he's gotten stronger, and which I think he needed to do. Um, you know, I mean, you, you're going to need him to be. I think, you know, a player that averages in the high 20 in minutes or maybe 30 minutes this year, and he's got to get that stamina up that he has. But, but I mean, you can just tell his game has really improved in the off season. And, again, I think a lot of that comes with the fact he's just stronger and he's and he's, he's he's more knowledgeable about the game. And if he can be a guy that can score inside and outside for this team, you know, that kind of eases off. That eases a little pressure on Chris Murray and that eases a little pressure on the rest of that Front court, and so I, I think w- if if you can get him going this year, consistently going, that that just makes this a uh, just even a much better team.
2: So my dude Bart Torvig, Ken Pomeroy, yeah, he's old news. Now we're moving into the new world, and that's Bart Torvik. <laughs> okay. Tossed he, him to the curb. Yeah, I'm sorry, you? sorry, Pomeroy. We got a new guy in town. So he though he's a dirty badger. He's got another analytical site and some different numbers that are fun, at least for me to look at. He's already got his preseason numbers up though for twenty twenty three. He has Iowa, 38th best team in the country. Does that sound about right for you?
0: Yeah. I mean, but I think they can be a lot better. I mean, again, it goes back to what I said about last year's team around this time, that, you know, it could be a good team if a lot of things fall into place, and all those things fell into place. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I think this is a team that, that, that can be a lot like last year, that, that is really at its best in, in February and March. I mean, with with the non-conference schedule, it's going to be a lot tougher this year. Those guys are going to get an education, and if they can win some games, that gives them a lot of momentum. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think this could be a really good team. Again, a lot of things have to fall into place, but I'm starting to kind of see those things fall into place. And, I mean, I think there's some key players, you know, that that, that are going to have to take a big step, like we talked about Patrick McCaffrey. Philip Bracic who's another one mm-hmm. that I want to see kind of yep. relax and play his game. You know what do you get out of your centers, but that sort of thing. Where are you going to be at? And so there's a lot of things that have to happen. But I think this can be a really good team.
1: And Sanford takes the step like we all expect him to yep. do. I'm I'm totally on yep. board with you. Uh, baseball last night, John. I'm hard pressed to find a stadium uh, more aesthetically pleasing to the eyeball uh, than Dodger Stadium. I get that the parking lot's a pain in the you know what uh, to get out of. But my God, what what a great place to stage an All Star game, and what a great game it was.
0: Oh yeah, and, and I mean, I think it should be there every year. You know, it's not <laughs> crazy. Yes. Yes. It's yes. not crazy. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. It, it is in my mind a cathedral. It so is. On. I, I agree. And 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 I mean, I, I thought, you know, and, and people were and, and there were some baseball writers, you know, kind of brought this up last night. That was the first time it was there since 1980. Bizarre. And yeah. I mean, and it was supposed to be there in 2020. and The pandemic happened. and been there. You know, or they kind of got switched around, but. Uh, still 40 years <laughs> what would have been 40 years between appearances that's ridiculous mm-hmm. you know and, and so i i thought they put their best foot forward this weekend with the futures game and with the home run derby and all that and i mean it'll be there you'll see a lot of games there in not over clearly um so <laughs> no i i, I thought the, i i thought last night was a great show and i and i thought the, you know I'm, you, you can't ask for better weather you can't ask for a better backdrop but and I, I thought it was—I thought it was a great thing.
2: Well, and Ken and I both thank you as fans of American League teams for your boy Tony Gonsolin giving us home field advantage. What was going on there?
0: Oh, just—I mean, he—he he, he struggled with his last start, and I think like, he missed on a couple pitches, and that's going to happen. And you know, so um, the, to me, the bigger thing was Clayton Kershaw got the start. Yeah, it was great. Think, you know, with, yep. there's one of that's one of those boxes now to check off on on what has been just. An amazing career, and and so I to me that was that was the best thing of last night. No matter what the result of the game was, that was the best thing for me last night.
1: No, it was terrific. Uh, just seeing him get the opportunity and, and listening to him, you know how important it was. He was just, I mean, that's his own ballpark, and he's out there looking yeah. around, just soaking it in.
0: Yeah, exactly. And any and I mean, he had a good inning, and um, you know, I mean, he he just he, other than his you know his stand on the DL or I'm sorry, the injured list now. I can
1: right. Talk, yeah. You know,
0: um, I, 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 think that, um, he's had a great season and, uh, I don't know if this is his last one, but, but for him to have that opportunity, he'll get, you know, I mean, he's going to get a post-season opportunity to stay healthy. Um, you know, I mean, he's, he's in the con- should be in the conversation for Cy Young here at some point. So, I mean, he just, uh, I like the way this season is going for him. John Bonecamp, great to catch up with you, John. Thank
1: you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, appreciate you. it. Appreciate you coming on, John Bowen Camp. As we talk a lot of stuff, I don't think the All Star Game decides home field our home field advantage anymore. Didn't that go away? Might I don't di- think, I, I don't I, think I might so. Totally, I might be totally wrong. Um. Anyways, um. It was a great game. Now you got me thinking. I think it's gone, Trent. Like a couple of years ago now.
2: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Well, at least this is from how, but 2018. It's it's uh, yeah. It's recent that it's changed. World Series home field advantage. Da, 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 regular season win percentage. Yeah. Huh. Well, have to beat them on the road in Game Seven, I guess. That's what's going
1: to have to do. Absolutely. So your twins, you mean? Yeah. of Yeah. Course.
2: yeah. <laughs> well, after watching Buxton and Arise last night, I can you say Bucks,
1: no. I have no idea how he hit that baseball, but boy, he <laughs> got every
2: single bit of it. And Arise. How about that hit? He was great. I mean, this guy's a hitting machine. He is so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, get some pitching twins. You can't just watch their offensive because uh, they're a fun offensive team. Yeah, get you some throw pitching. It. Uh, we'll
1: come back, finish up the hour. Bill Bender will uh, do a little college football to kick off our number two. David Kaplan, Trent. <laughs> I can't wait for this. This oh, is the. Yeah. Oh, you got something? I got a ton. Is this the worst day on the calendar for sports? Do they still have the Espies? Is it still a oh, thing? It might be. I mean, I'm mean, i not going to watch. Well, if we haven't seen a promo. I don't believe I did. By the way, I watched The Captain yesterday. The yeah. fir- it's really good. Yes. It's really good. Uh, it's going to be a good series. I'm not sure it'll be Last Dance worthy. No, not
2: even close. We're also not in the middle of a pandemic. That's true. At the same level. That's, that's
1: true. I mean, if we, Last Dance would have come out on on Sundays, like, or if the, the captain would have come out, Trent, we spent two days a week talking about what we saw on Sunday night. And then two days previewing what we were going to see the following week. <laughs> How did we do those shows? I have no idea. We don't have as much talent as our colleagues. No. It's Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.net. Off the basketball floor. Yes. Yeah. A couple of minutes here in the first hour of the program. The ESPYs are indeed tonight. Steph Curry is hosting, thanks to the folks that they call Be texted. Uh, so, maybe... We got some nominees. We can't bet, can we?
2: Oh,
1: I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. I
2: mean, if they're in attendance, you know they're going to win. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. We get to know how this goes right in the past. So, here's a couple for you. Best athlete in men's sports. Steph Curry. Aaron Rodgers. Shohei Otani. Connor McDavid, Shohei Ohtani. That's where my vote would be. Also, yep. McDavid, great, uh, phenomenal. Steph Curry, phenomenal. Back as a champion. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Eh. Mm. Is he going to be there? I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll know very quickly. Well, Steph Curry's also hosting, right?
1: Yeah, no, it, it, it's Shohei Ohtani. It Shohei is. Ohtani. Yeah, did she didn't get picked off first base last night? By the way, yes. And uh, apparently, it was a big. He didn't have his gloves on. And he
2: had no idea he had no intentions of stealing the bank. He gets picked off. He gets picked off. Best Whoop. breakthrough athlete. Honestly, there's one I don't know. Okay. Eileen Goo. Nope. She's a skier. Trinity Rodman for the Washington Spirit. Yep. The two that we do know. Jonathan Taylor with the Colts. Yeah. Or John ja Morant. Breakthrough athlete, who would get your vote?
1: Ooh, I think. I think they're running back because Taylor would, Oh, my God. That's a really good one. I. Morant
2: led his team. I, I led. That's where I went yeah. was with Morant. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty good one. Championship performance. Here's the thing. Kill McCarr was great for the Abiliche. He was unbelievable. Cooper Cup. The other two, I don't even know. Juliana Pena in UFC 269. I don't know what happened. Come on. And Max Verstappen in the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. <laughs> no, I can't go there, Trent. I'll take one
1: of the ones. We, who are you going with? Super cup? He was unbelievable. He was. And he got paid like he should.
2: You know better. Would you give it to Makar?
1: No. Okay. He, he did win the It's hard to fight. argue
2: against Juliana Pena, though, in a fight well, that neither of us You've always
1: saw. said that, Trent. You've always said that. Hour 2 coming up next, Miller & Condon we're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.